0: best friends yep do you want to go do karate in the garage yep all right it is the start of the track season Colin out to vote taylor marshall taylor we're out at one meet all day i i forgot i forgot how long these qualifying meets last
1: man i mean it is a long haul pack your snack pack your water bottle uh bring a bag chair that's a uh, that's a veteran uh, move right there. Bring the bag chair, and maybe Colin, you're lucky enough to sit in it. But more likely, you're lucky enough to watch your athlete sit in your chair. So that's I cool. brought
0: none of those things today, and by the time I got home from the meet, I was drained. Don't work. This my internet connection is unstable. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go through through and do some editing. All right, here's our plan. If the internet connection avails itself, I'm gonna go through each event. Top mark so far, one week in. This is week one of the HSR series, big school and small school. Then we're each going to talk about it's just one week, but you we can give kind of a, a hot take. One highlight from around the state, a personal highlight, and then if there's time at the end, coaching corner and fantasy track. This is a big school first year, and it's a boys' first year. Can we agree to that? Um, yes, I do agree to both points. Okay, so we're going to go boys' event, girls' event. Boys' event, girls' event for big school, and then we'll do the same for the leaders in the small school. So here's your leader in the 60-meter dash for the boys. He, I believe he is on your fantasy track team. Is that true? That is true. Jalen Reeves Lyle, a senior from Warren Central, 690, and he did that today at the Red Devil Classic at UND. You know why they made that uh, indoor track at UND, Taylor?
1: Uh, Super Bowl, Colin. When the uh, Indianapolis hosted the Super Bowl, they built it so teams
0: could practice. They did do that. On the girls' side, Princess Campbell from Westfield. We were at that meet today. She went 773 for the leader in the 60-meter dash. Do you know any of her accolades from last year? Uh, She was pretty uh, far up there um
1: we may want to hit refresh because it looks like tj mckenzie ran a 768 at the new haven invite
0: you know i'm gonna refresh it right now 768 from tj mckenzie says taylor on the girls boys 3200 kyle clark from bloomington north he had a big week 920 he is eight seconds ahead uh seven seconds and change ahead of his nearest competitor do you think he'll run that at the final you know, I don't know. We're going to talk about them
1: here soon because they have a, about them a lot. high power relay that uh, he will play a big role in. So uh, that's a great question, and uh, we'll uh, we'll see. TBD, as the kids say.
0: I think no. everybody says. That. I don't. There know. There it's any kid the I've kids ever kids. talked
1: yeah. to. Some uh, kids.
0: Thirty-two hundred girls. Addison Canablo Jr. from Fort Wayne Homestead. Ten forty-three. Nine seconds ahead of her nearest competitor. We feel like she's going to run that at the final.
1: Yes, she ran it last year. She ran very well at it last year. In fact, she won
0: it, so that's a good sign. Do you think it Do you think it means you ran well if you did it faster than anyone's ever done it in the history of the state? That's typically a pretty good benchmark, yeah. All right, well, in that case, she did it well. 60-meter uh, hurdles for the boys. Knox Willis, a senior from Zionsville, one of the state's best hurdlers. Clearly, Uh, 817, he's six hundredths of a second uh, ahead of his nearest competitor. Second and third are a duo from Center Grove. That may be another theme on today's uh, look around the state. On the girls' side, having to scroll down here, uh, Aubrey Runyon, a sophomore from Franklin Community, 917. She did that on the Friday night meet. There were there was what Wednesday night at uh, IU, Friday night at UND and at Indiana Wesleyan and maybe one other place, and then there were a variety of ones tonight. And some, uh, some of the soldiers among us went to meet on Friday and Saturday. Some of the coaches, Whitney Bevins, the uh, the one I'm thinking of, went to the meet Friday night. They ran their kind of their JV second tier girls, and then she came back Saturday for the meet today. That that's dedication. I got a fun fact about Whitney Bevins. Sure. Um, her
1: favorite, she told us this at a meet one time, her favorite uh, pizza place, Casey's
0: General Store. This is a gas station where she loves to get pizza. Uh, I've actually heard other people say that. It's kind of like a hidden, it's like a hidden gem of Midwest pizza. Yeah. Well, it's going to stay hidden for me. Boys, four by two. You're going to get, tell me when you're tired of hearing the school's name. Center Grove. One minute twenty nine seconds, and they are almost three and a half seconds ahead of their nearest competitor. Now they did do that on the banked track at Indiana universities. That helps a little bit. I don't think it helps three and a half seconds over eight hundred no. meters. Right, it does help. Uh, it is not that big, but
1: at sub one thirty, the very first weekend of March is incredible, and uh, we can see some of their individual talent in the uh, open events already. So. Center Grove is a team that uh, we'll talk about some more in a bit, Colin.
0: I was planning on it. You must be reading my mind. On the girls four x two hundred meter relay, this was a close one. You saw it with your own eyes. Oh, you know what? These were different meets, so it wasn't as close as I thought. Uh, Warren Central, 145.19, and they're uh, half a second ahead of Carmel at 145.74.
1: But if you want to see that matchup with your own eyes here in a few weeks, buy your ticket
0: in advance and head down to IU. Uh, Yes, I do not believe those tickets are available yet, but uh, you should buy them as quickly as you know you want to go. Boys 4x4, Center Grove, 324. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Do you know how far ahead Center Grove is of the second place team right now based on time? They are uh, roughly eight seconds ahead, give or take. Just, you know. Yep. Now, that's only two seconds per athlete. So if this other team can run two seconds per athlete better, you know yeah. what? I'm going to go to practice on Monday and tell them to do just that. Easy enough. Girls 4 by 4 playing field. I expected maybe to see playing field as the best 4x4 in the state after one week. I didn't expect it would be the girls. The boys have all four back from their second-place Uh Relay at the state meet last year, but the Plainfield girls outshining their male counterparts today. uh, And by today, I mean last night at the Whiteland HSR qualifier at UND 407 for Plainfield. And they're three plus seconds up on the uh, second place team or the second best performance boys four by eight. uh, Oh boy. This was was interesting. Yeah. Uh, I got probably four texts about this on Wednesday night after it happened. I guess people just know that I like the four by eight uh, Bloomington North seven fifty seven. They are, Have you seen it, have you heard about it? Do you know, are you looking at them? Do you know, like if I quiz you, is it worthwhile or I, I could do that if, if you'd like? Yeah. No, no, no. I want, can you guess how far ahead is Bloomington North of their uh, second best time? From this first week, it's just one week. But how far All ahead right. are they? Twenty-two seconds and change. Yes. Close. Y- yeah, like exactly. Yeah, twenty-two seconds and change. Yes. About Carmel eight twenty. All right. So let me so do some go math to on that. Yeah, gotta go to practice and <laughs> divide by four. And yeah, yeah it's I I got to carry the, one.
1: I don't carry know, the I'll get, one. I'll get you know. Better.
0: Just run a little bit faster each leg, and you'll be just fine. Well, we could do the uh the the key for Jay and take sixteen seconds off our best thirty two hundred time every time. So that would be, you know, I guess we gotta run a couple more times for the finals. Yeah. Uh girls best four by eight, Northview, nine thirty six. How far ahead do you think north view is of the second base performance? Oh, so
1: with I'm uh, gonna be a little bit more precise this time. Uh 12.05
0: seconds. Wow, you nailed it again. I don't know how you're doing this. Yeah. This is why they brought me here, Colin. Paul Pierce, boys DMR. Now these were hot around the state already. Um, I can do my four, my DMR rant later if you want, but Zionsville, the number one performance, they are how far ahead of second place? They are uh, just over six seconds ahead. Yes. So Zionsville, ten thirty. Zionsville's splits today. I think were roughly three oh eight. 50, 203, and 430, give or take. Uh, yeah. we were at that one. At, at this one, little little peek behind the curtain here. Um, sometimes coaches talk to each other going into these meets. Like, what are you thinking? What you know, let's 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 all load up the same one. Let's provide the best competitive atmosphere for our kids. Yes. That happens a lot of times it meets early, and it doesn't happen, it meets late. Late is more about strategy. So Some of the coaches here agreed, okay, we're going to load up our DMRs and even went as far as to say, here is who we are running at each leg. The general agreement then was that each team was going to run their best guy on the 1,200, their best human being on the 1,200. And uh, our guy at Carmel led off in 312, which I was pretty pleased with, 312. Yeah, very uh, good. and, And handed off in third place. So three hundred six, three hundred eight, three twelve were the uh, opening legs at the Indiana Wesleyan HSR qualifier today, March four. So Zionsville ten thirty, and then ten between ten thirty six and ten thirty eight were were uh, five teams: FC ten thirty six, Westfield ten thirty seven, Columbus North ten thirty seven, Carmel ten thirty seven, Bloomington North ten thirty eight. So that could be you know, we'll see how this shakes out and who does what you've got to have decisions to make. Cause it's, you could run someone on the four by eight and bring them back on the DMR, but unless that someone is by far the best kid in the state, that's going to be a really, really tough, really tough double. So most, yeah. most or all of those teams are going to need to make decisions on that one. You're looking forward to the DMR HSR finals for the boys. For the boys. Well, uh, yeah, if all the teams run, I mean, that's a pretty
1: close, pretty competitive uh, opening weekend here that we see. So if um, all those teams, like you said, make the decision to go all in on that DMR, then we could see a really exciting race. Uh, if teams, for whatever reason, be it team strategy or uh, availability, remember it's spring break for a lot of kids, um, you know, it may not be quite as competitive. Maybe it's more the 32 or the four by eight, but uh, you know, the DMR is certainly uh, shaping up like it could be pretty strong.
0: There just seems to be a lot of interest in the DMR. People just like, it. I guess because it's different, it's like, hey, we, we you know, we normally wear blue jerseys and suddenly we have white ones or whatever, and that looks really cool. Yeah. But if we always had white ones and the blue ones would look cool, right? If we always had the DMR outdoors, we would think the 4x8 was great. Yeah. I don't mind the DMR. I just, it's, I don't know. It's okay. It's different. I might like it better.
1: I'm not advocating that we put it outdoors, but I think I'd like it better outdoors. It's a 400-meter track.
0: Things aren't as hectic. There's less yeah, lap. that's that. I just don't think it's. I think when the height of the DMR is great. Yeah, if you had a huge DMR like at NCAA Division One nationals, that's great. All these teams, it's close in there. It, it it a it a meet like today around the state, and everyone's <laughs> getting lapped, and you've got your four hundred guy coming through when and he's lapped someone, and a twelve hundred is trying to hand off to their four hundred guy, and it's just everyone's getting lapped and it's 4,000 meters and it takes, you know, 15 minutes. That's, that's not great. The, the ceiling, the ceiling of the DMR is awesome, but the floor is, it's, you're you're getting flooding down there after, after the rains. Yeah. You know, what is great DMR wise the Columbus North girls, 1228 at the Bloomington North invite. They won by 20 seconds there, 19 seconds, actually, actually 18.99. And uh, they are ahead of Bloomington South, who has the second best performance. That's a that's a pretty that's a pretty tough time for the first meet. Yeah,
1: I mean that's that's really really competitive. So we'll see what they choose to do as well.
0: Field events. This may be a little bit tougher in some of these events, uh, where there could be a lot of ties potentially. Uh, In the, you know, I'm going to run through all of the boys, and then we'll do all the girls for field events. So on the boys' side in the high jump, two athletes have cleared 6'8". Uh, one of them is Bodie Gilkerson from Plainfield. He's a senior, and he was the defending state champion. And then did you see this guy at Indiana Wesleyan? Jordan Randall from Warsaw. I believe he's a freshman. His grade isn't listed, meaning they yeah. didn't have a direct athletics account for him last year. Um, he cleared 6'8". This guy cannot be more than 5'8". Really? Yes. Wow, and I—I I, I mean, like he—not in the tailored Marshall, everyone's actually five eight. I mean, wow, this guy is—is—is is, 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 if he's—if he's five eight, I—I I would be surprised. He was—he—he he put on a real show. People were really going nuts at the high job. Really, yes. I did a quick uh,
1: search on a, another website here, and it appears that he was an eighth grader last year at Lakeview Middle School, which is a warsaw feeder so yeah that would
0: mean the eighth grader that's That's what we got to call him that for now and although now he's a freshman so i guess we can't uh jump six two is an eighth grader so that's uh kid's not bad yeah well he's 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 found another six inches in his clearance just since that uh season was over uh boys pole vault cody johnston of hobart 17 feet he is three feet above his nearest competitor uh he's probably gonna win that event state me, right and i get on the bus kid you're gonna win it long jump narius moore smith from whiteland 25 21 5 25 1 that'd be quite a jump 21 5 uh it's pretty compact there as we might be able to guess in the long jump. yeah uh pretty close solid uh i think that we'll see some marks uh, no, yeah, it's just, it feels like that's an event that no one's really got just gotten a hold of one yet. Correct. Boys' shot put. Now, remember, the top two shot putters have thrown around 65 feet or over that this year already, but they're in the small school, which we'll get to in a little bit. Uh, best toss on the big school side Tom Ewing, a senior from Westfield, 54 feet, five and a half of an inch. Impressive. That's
1: uh, We got to see him throw today, too. He was out there, so um, very, very strong
0: mark early on if you're over 50 feet. Girls high jump, Melina Miller, a senior from Noblesville, 5 feet and 8 inches. Pole vault, Kaylee Swart from Cathedral, 13 feet, 6 and a quarter. That's getting up there.
1: That's, that's very impressive. That's another situation here where you're looking at a, a kid who's likely, highly likely to win – So the pole vault looks to be, you know, pretty set as of now. A lot of way to, you know, long way to go here, but we'll we'll see. But
0: by the way, Cathedral has two in the top three, and that was a kind of a dark horse team that you talked about for the state, potentially for the state championship. Just as we kept not an eye on, but like just kind of the peripheral vision, the very corner of one eye on, and they and they did get it done two years ago. They did. Girls' long jump, a couple athletes have gotten a hold of one. Uh, Alexia Smith from Evansville Bossy, eighteen nine seven or 18, 9 and three quarters, and then Layla Smith from Warren Central, another team on the uh, in the contender circle. Uh, she has uh, leapt, leaped, leapt. Not sure. Uh, eighteen feet six and a half of an inch. Now T.J. McKenzie did go over nineteen feet, but that's not yet in one of these HSR qualifiers. Right. She was third on that list. Uh, Girls shot put: Shelby Wingler, Center Grove Senior, forty-seven feet six and three quarters of an inch, and she's got a couple feet over defending state champion Hadley Lucas of Bloomington North. Uh, and they went head to head in their meet where they did that. So, Shelby pretty Wendler- c- pretty competitive list there. Yeah, it is really competitive. Just after one week.
1: Yeah. Yeah, really exciting. Um, we're starting to see a little bit of what we thought, and maybe a couple of surprises come through um, with the strength and and two teams that you know uh, we'll get to here a bit, one one on each side. But uh, an impressive opening weekend for many.
0: A somewhat surprising number of the best performances were in the small school of the best performances so far. Here's one: Josiah Rogers, senior from Park Tudor. 6'69 in the 60-meter dash, and he did that today at Indiana Wesleyan. Uh, that is just absolutely incredible.
1: I mean, I, there's, it is unbelievable how fast that is early on. I mean, that is ahead of uh, Isaac Grindo and Michael Defoe's uh, you know, records of respective big school, small school at the HSR Finals. Um, I have to tell you, I don't know if those numbers necessarily include things that happen at qualifiers that may be finals only like a state meet yeah. record kind right. of thing. Yeah. So I don't I'd have to I haven't looked ahead of time. Obviously, I'm just rambling, but uh, I see whether or not that's a, how that ranks all time in the indoor 60. But uh, my
0: gosh, that's just incredibly fast on the girls side. I think this is the record as well. Or the, the The top mark as well in the state in the in the hsr series and that's kaya crook of heritage christian also happened at indiana Wesling today 769 i think it was more like 775 768 is what tj mckenzie hit uh earlier today. okay so so within a hundredth of a second yeah. uh kaya crook is just an incredible athlete uh
1: incredible uh is, is the word to describe her right i was talking to one of our Uh, Other coaches, uh, Ben Zabricki, shout out to Coach Z here. The big Z. Long jump. And he said, man, you got to believe, I I watched this girl do this incredible long jump. And now she's over a high jump. She jumped 5'9". She got some blue uniform on. Look at this girl over here. Oh, yeah. I know who Kyra Crook is, right? She's my number one overall pick in the fantasy uh, track and field draft with Alto. I'm well aware, man. Isn't she awesome? So out there uh, putting her money where my mouth is so shout out to kaya crook for having my
0: back and and apparently money for you uh rachel Maringer from forest park who is the uh defending champion in the 100 hurdles and has the indoor rec all-time in indiana indoor record in the hurdles has the number two time uh for small school in the 60 dash yeah get rid of the hurdles she's still good so good in fact she is running faster when there are hurdles in the way that's yeah, it would be weird if she wasn't. Uh, best boys, small school, 3200. Ryan York of Hanover Central, 931. And if we want to talk about freshmen, Noah Bontrager of Westview ran 950. He's got the number two small school time. So some good freshman performances. It's just week one, but some of these ninth graders are pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a
1: really good performance right there. Impressive uh, for, you know, early on for anyone, but particularly for. A freshman, so picking up where he uh, left off uh, with a really strong uh, state
0: meet and, and cross. And a kid like that, I mean, it's just it's going to take time for him to figure out how to race different distances and racing indoors, which is just a little bit weirder and probably running by yourself um, at at that meet and lapping people, all that kind of stuff. That it'll be interesting to see him. You know, maybe that's his event for the state meet, and can he get to the state meet? And how fast? How much faster can he run in that kind of competition? Yeah. Girls thirty two hundred. So this te- this must be a school on the bubble, um, and that is meaningful for their boys sprint group and their girls distance group. Nikki Sutherland of Delta. It says Nicole Sutherland. Must be her government name. Uh, ten twenty eight for Nikki. Julia Scott, another freshman from Chittard, ran ten fifty nine. So Delta, I think has it has been up and down. I think they've been, I think they were big school last year and now they're small school. Buff, the opposite. Brubuff has been small school and now they're up into the big school. If this list is to be believed and it's it's pretty accurate, I'm sure. Yeah. 60 hurdles, best uh, race small school boys. R.J. Bradshaw from Chittar to senior, 861. And then there are two from Lawrenceburg in the top four, third and fourth that don't have grades listed. That may be that they just didn't have a direct athletics profile last year. I'm guessing there's not two boys, freshman boy hurdlers from Lawrenceburg killing it. But if there is, then hop on the message board and be respectful to other people and let us know. Uh, best 60-meter uh, hurdles for the girls, Rachel Meringer, Forest Park, 865. It's about six-tenths of a second ahead of her nearest competitor. So look, was that on two separate days
1: when she ran the you know, Friday night, Saturday kind of thing? Is that what we're saying?
0: Yeah, I'm not sure. I can maybe see as I scroll back down.
1: No, same day. So oh, I love that Colin. Here, here, so she she runs the 60 hurdles fast, yeah. obviously. Very and she goes, you know what, guys, what if we did this again, but we took the barriers out of the way and then I could see if I could run faster. And everybody else was like, let's try it.
0: Yeah, great, and, great idea, Rachel.
1: Yeah, great idea. Thanks, thanks, guys. And and then she does it. What?
0: So, and depending on the meet that she went to, there could have been a lot more rest than she'll get at the uh, finals. But I don't, I don't think she'll have any problem with it at the finals. 60 meters, right? I mean, and the second time the hurdles are out of the way. Make it easier on yourself. Yeah. Boys four by two, a team we just talked about. Delta, they've got a good sprint group. I think they scored last year in the four by four. And I believe most or all of them are back this year. Uh, 134. There are a few tenths of a second ahead of Busco, who always has a good sprint group. Wheeler in there as well. Uh, Wheeler just per capita, maybe the best track program in the state. Yorktown also at 135. So four teams within 1.01 seconds of each other. Yeah, wow. Girls 4 by 2 Chittard, you know, talking about one of the best uh, girls track teams per capita. Indianapolis Chittard, 149.52. They've got two plus seconds over Hamilton Heights in that event so far. And obviously, you know, some of the schools we haven't seen, some of the schools one week they want to run four by two, and the next week they want to run four by four. thing with the four by eight and the DMR, maybe the four by eight and the four by four. We'll kind of see that flush out over the next yeah. uh, couple well, weeks.
1: And that's a good point, particularly as we go through the small school list, right? I mean, by definition, less depth. So it really is a, hey, let's really put all our best kids and this re- relay the first weekend, and this other relay the next weekend, and then we can make some decisions after that. So, um, yeah, this this will become more clear
0: in another week or two. Boys four by four, Cherubusco three thirty four, uh, about a second and a half ahead of Chitard, and then Delta, who we had talked about earlier, three thirty seven. Do you think on the four by four? Do you think having the four by two before that? is how how much of an impediment is that to running a good four by four since the four by two is earlier?
1: I think it's a little, I don't think it is much to be honest, because you, like you said, there's enough recovery time now with the uh, DMR in between, right? So in the previous, a few years ago, flip four by four DMR, where it was last. Now the four by four is the last and it gives you plenty of time to run a fast 200, have enough recovery and come back uh, with the four. I think it's fine. I, I don't, I don't anticipate anything serious. Over there. Yeah, I mean at our meet there
0: had to have been an hour and a half between we were probably at the biggest one.
1: Yeah.
0: The most number of teams, the most number of relays. There were, you know, four, four or five heats of the four by two and the four by four, and two heats of the four by eight and the DMR. Yeah. But yeah, it's I mean, how much time do you need to recover from the you know from the two? And now if it was the other way around, that may be more, right? You could really run yourself to the to the ground on the four by four and even have trouble coming back for the four by two. I think the order the order makes sense. It's much better now than the previous order, yes, girls four by four, Covenant Christian out of Indianapolis, four seventeen, about a half second ahead of Chatard, whos run four eighteen. Park Tudor got a four twenty two. um they were uh, they got two stars at park Tudor and they were they were using them on the relays. busy today. Gretchen Farley, by the way, ran the sixty 60- dash. yes,
1: I believe eight point one two, I believe it was the time, eight one two. And she also ran uh, the four by four, as you just mentioned, but
0: all, the DMR as well. So that's four events. That's the max. Yeah. You got, you know, in a basketball game, you got, you got five fouls. Can't take him to the locker room with you. Was that your motto when you played basketball?
1: Yeah, it was. A, it was a lot of hack a shack, right? I mean, you know, yeah, I, I may have only scored two points, but I fouled everybody five times. I, you know, like, well, not everybody, right. but fouled somebody on there five times. You know what I'm saying?
0: boys 4 by 8 this is the second best time over the weekend uh only bettered by Bloomington North bishop chatard 818 91 at the whiteland uh qualifier at UND last night and they are 10 plus seconds ahead of my boys from garen on the girls side on the DMR I'm sorry on the 4 by 8 Concordia, 10.05. They're about 15 seconds ahead of Princeton. Uh, Guerin then at 10.26. Boys DMR. We saw some good DMR performances on the small school here this weekend. Uh, Chittard also with the best time there, 11.03. And they are ahead of the the small school darlings from cross country. Springs Valley ran 11.28. So did Horizon Christian. And on the girls DMR, I think this was the best time all weekend. No, it was it was second best to Columbus North. Part well on the weekend it was better. Columbus North ran on Wednesday. That's not part of the weekend, right? I wish it were, because then you know who doesn't like a five day weekend, right? You know, did you ever have in college though? Did you have classes on Wednesday?
1: uh yes only one uh semester no sorry two semesters did i have class on friday so i had four day weeks most of the time there and wednesday class was just fine
0: the school that i went to the college i went to had essentially no one had class on wednesday except for if you had internships those were to be done on wednesday so if if you were majoring in education you were out there you were out all day on wednesday yes So everyone's staying up late, you know, the things that people do in college every Tuesday night. But those of us, those of us majoring in education, were getting up at 530 in the morning. Uh, Park Tudor girls 1247 in the DMR and three seconds ahead of Guerin Catholic at 1250. Delta and Indian Creek all ran under 13 minutes. So those are you know, those are four of the 10 best individuals in the state on those relays. And when that person can account for 40% of the relay, what we're finding out is uh, that's advantageous. Absolutely.
1: All about that 1600 leg, man.
0: Let's fly through the field events. Uh, High jump, three athletes cleared 6'5". Three small school athletes cleared 6'5". Easton Foster, a sophomore from Monroe Central. Winston Freiger, a senior from Norwell, and Abram Stitt, a senior from Delta. Two athletes cleared 14-6 in the pole vault. Wyatt Curl from West Lafayette, a senior, and Peyton McQuinn, a junior from Hamilton Heights. Abram Stitt from Delta, who we mentioned in the high jump. Okay, I said no one's gotten a hold of one in the long jump. That was incorrect. Those are no big school boys have gotten a hold of one in the long jump. Mr. Stitt did today, March 4th, at the OWL HSR invite, 23 feet and a quarter of an inch. It's more than a foot better than anybody in the big school division. Yeah, so he can high jump and long jump incredibly well. 61 feet, 9 inches from Luke Himes of Heritage Christian today. Not his best toss of the season, but uh, certainly the best one in this week. Well, you know 61 feet on a rough day so you know you, you got to take that right i mean come on how far how far could you throw a shot no yeah. practice no warm-up no tutoring sessions with kyle kluver how far could you just pick it up and throw it oh man uh i don't know like in the t- low teens i'm gonna say no 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 no, no. I mean, you could get like you get like 20 you think so I'm i not- think so. i think we practice one day in the locker room. the we found an indoor shot and threw it. And I think we were all over 20. All right. Maybe we'll maybe we'll try it out here. Maybe we'll find one. Kyle, help us out. Uh well, not th- just just to give us the shot, not to
1: Yeah, yeah. Help. No help tutoring.
0: Us. Yeah, we just pick up and throw it. Uh we'll keep you we'll keep you guys posted on that. Best high jump, girls small school, Kaya Crook, Heritage Christian sophomore, five feet, nine inches. She's doing well. Yeah, absolutely. Keep it girl. rolling. Girls pole vault from Evansville Christian, a sophomore, 11 feet, and Elise Sloan. Girls long jump. Uh, let me, well, you, I was going to say, let me know when you get tired of hearing your name, but probably not going to. Uh, nope. Kaya Crook, 18 feet, 10 and a quarter of an inch. She's got a full foot to her nearest small school competitor. Girls shot. Emery Jackson, a junior from Greensburg, 44 feet, 6 and a quarter of an inch. That's uh, four and a half feet ahead of her nearest competitor. So a a good opening first week. Yeah. A lot, a
1: lot of really strong performances. We'll talk about some of those uh, after the break here, but. Um, exciting to get uh, some track and field going across the state. The early season meets, you know, the preseason, pre-preseason, or however you like to describe them. Uh, some of the series that Indiana Runner hosts, a lot of fun. But not every kid participates, and so maybe they're on a club team, and especially if they're a freshman, you don't really know who's where. Um, but, you know, this is really the first exciting weekend where a lot of teams come in confident, uh, optimistic, Right. Thinking that they're going to this could be their year if this or that happens. And then, um, you know, some of those uh, hopes were affirmed today. And then others, uh, we may just need a little bit of work to do.
0: So we went around each of the events. Keep quick recap of what happened this week. And then we come back. We're going to play. It's just one week, but give a couple of highlights, talk about what our teams did this week and then update our rosters for our fantasy track this season. And we're back. All right, it's it's only been one week. We've only had four or five meets. But let's play a game called It's just one week, but I'll let you go first.
1: All right, it's just one week, Colin, but do we have a new favorite for the boys outdoor team title? And by favorite stole, I mean
0: you stole mine. Uh,
1: Let's let's define favorite as uh, leader of the pack right now.
0: You know what? I'm I'm going to go just a step further. It's just one week, but Centagro Boys are going to win the state championship. All right, tell us why, Colin. Well, we always say depth depth doesn't win the state meet in track. Stars win the state meet. Yes, well, they have like a a not they have depth in their stars. They have a constellation of stars. Yes. Oh, oh, constellations. Don't get me started on don't get me started on my hot take on constellations. They're so it's so dumb. It's like, hey, look at all these stars. And then some guy goes through and like draws, connects all these dots. You're like, that's not what it looks like. Look, like, yeah, no, it's 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 a it's a bear eating a shark. Well, how do you not see it? Like, all right, I see Orion's belt. I don't see the bear eating, you know. Sounds like your chakras are on the line. No, it's like yeah, it's like four, it's like four four bears having a picnic. What are they eating? Sh- shark, you know. Or a very unhappy camper. <laughs> well, the shark's probably pretty unhappy too. Okay. Anyway,
1: hey, on this scenario, how, when, when, do, when do bears run into a shark?
0: It doesn't go very well for the shark. I'll tell you that.
1: Yeah. Wait. Okay. So, uh, all right. I mean, yeah, four bears could take a shark. I think that's fair. But I mean, you know, a shark, a shark versus a bear. If it's on land, I got the bear. If it's in the water,
0: I still got the shark. Have, okay. You don't. You don't have picnics in the water. What are you, crazy? Anyways, the yeah. Center Grove boys had a very good opening weekend.
1: All right, go to Center
0: Grove. So, number one, four by two. Number one, four by four by a lot. A lot, yeah. a lot, a lot. Uh, and then top guys in the dash and the hurdles. And those are the athletes that are more uh, more likely to be able to double.
1: They're likely to be able to double and they're an incredible uh, four by one when you put those pieces together. Uh, And I'll even say this, given the uh, explosive nature, right, whether they're doing the uh, sprint or the hurdles, what have you, um, they're likely pretty good long or high jumpers, probably long jumpers as well. So, um, you know, like you said, those are guys who can do multiple events at a day when you need uh your star to be able to to do that, right? Um, otherwise, it's difficult to win. Like you said, it's not about the depth. It's about the elite level uh, guys or girls you have on your team who can go out there and uh, put forth an effort in two, three, four events um on what is usually a warm June day,
0: yeah, I think I mean, I think center goes right there. And as we saw, in the cross country season, they also have a lot of potential in distance. Yeah. I don't know that they have someone that's going to score in two or three distance races, but they they have, you know, their four by eight uh, has two guys back that ran 154 last year. Uh, the uh, four uh, 3200, they've got a couple, you know, a couple potential scores that maybe those those two add up to. 10 points or whatever they they could they could start to add those up in a hurry it could be a very strong year on the boys side because i think we know what we know what plainfield has back and i i think today um you know especially if you look into the i'm I'm the coach of carmel right or i'm i'm the distance coach um that those a lot of those athletes showcased a, a good amount of Based on what we know, having seen from last year, in combination of the guys today, and if you look at the names on the on the relays and stuff, like I, I think those are those are three pretty heavy contenders. Yeah, well,
1: and it's kind of who we thought. Plus, now Center Grove, who, as you said, is is
0: taking the and Brown- the- Brownsburg has a lot of depth. Yeah, depth doesn't win the state meet. Right. Uh, speaking of highlights, what's your what's your state? Let's do a state highlight. Go around the whole state. State highlight, personal highlight. All right, state highlight. Uh Bloomington North boys,
1: first day of competition on their, you know, not home track, but like home indoor track, right? It's right down the street. I'm sure they can yeah. get over there from time to time. They're the
0: host school, right?
1: They are the host school. Uh 757 on the 4x8 on March 1st. Just absolutely Ooh incredibly fast that Colin is under the state standard for outside they had Um, a freshman run 158 uh, that is just a freshman under two minutes a freshman boy who runs you know 205 oh man that's pretty good
0: We, we had a freshman boy run 207 today and I was thrilled that's really exciting uh 158
1: wow just uh what a performance there! So, uh, Bloomington North boys is the big performance around the state on on my side. Seven fifty seven in the four by eight will be really interesting to see if they go all in. One of their stars is he going to run the thirty two? Are they going to look at maybe the DMR? Who knows? But uh, after that performance, everybody else had to go. What? Because it
0: feels like the four by eight for the final, like it. Be- if you're gonna do the the thirty two hundred in the DMR would lend itself to a, you know a, a tough day, but a but a pretty decent double. Yeah. But the thirty two hundred and the four by eight is is pretty tough. And the four by in the DMR is, is not unthinkable, but it's it's also it's also pretty tough. Yeah. So It'll be interesting to see the, the decisions that they need to make. Or is that when Bloomington school spring break is? Like maybe maybe we're spending all this time wondering it for no reason because could be, yeah, maybe they're not they're not there. I know I know Columbus North in the past has had their spring break. I don't I don't know how Bartholomew County and Monroe County schools compare. Uh, my state highlight is uh, what we talked about earlier: the freshman from uh, Jordan Randall from Warsaw clearing six foot eight, and I I don't know if maybe Warsaw had a huge contingent there. I mean they were going nuts over there at the high jump. Yeah. Did you know that that was going on? I mean, did you just kind of hear the random cheering and not yeah, you know, random cheering, but, but
1: I was kind of focused elsewhere on on a few other things. But um yeah, I didn't know about the six eight until till later on. Uh but wow, that's uh that's impressive. You know, uh they had a beautiful facility up there, in Warsaw and they host some indoor meets and uh plenty of chance to to work on his technique up there. So um wow, well, I think we Can talked we about seven. Could we get to seven feet by the by outdoors? i don't know i mean I that's like running it gets harder you know the faster or the higher you jump but i mean you know four inches and in, you know three plus months here I... well i
0: mean just jordan just jump four inches higher yeah yep. that pretty pretty I wonder if, it's co- you know
1: what? if you're jordan's coach you should probably just write that down and just say hey uh colin altavote said you should just jump a little bit higher. Let's try that at practice today, Jordan. And hopefully, uh, Jordan will say, uh, "Okay, coach, let, let's you know, oh, let's give it a shot." You know what the heck? It,
0: okay. I did tell one of our guys today, hey, if in the last lap, if someone's ahead of you, try to pass him. Guess what happened? Did he try to pass him? Uh, no, no, but he he had the lead before that, so he didn't really well, follow my instructions. He did Yeah,
1: that's a talking to. You got to sit next to coach on the bus. We're gonna have a conversation. No, man, I'm trying to read on the bus. Oh yeah. Oh my God. You had a little book club going on there today.
0: Yeah, me and Nate reading our reading our YA fiction. Post apocalyptic YA fiction. Is that what it was? I don't know. That's what I was. That's what I that's the only thing I read. You guys were
1: all huddled around the team camp with your nose in the book and we're just like, what is happening over there?
0: Yeah, that's what that's that's what our society needs is we need people looking down on the intellectuals reading a book. Like, I, we got to wrap this up. We're we'll going to a book burning after this. <laughs> God, God, <laughs> you know, God forbid we're reading a book. Everybody's yeah. got their phone four inches from their face looking at TikTok. Yeah, no one's reading books. Being brainwashed TikTok. by the Chinese government. Okay, anyway, what's your personal highlight? Uh, personal highlight uh, I'm going to go
1: with uh, Junior Emerson Weaver, uh, PR in the 3200, put herself in the conversation
0: for. I think her, I um, think her name was misspelled online. on the-
1: I think yeah, um, that that was that was not me, but uh, yeah, it's, it's with a Y, uh, not with an O. But um, so, yeah, what did Shab- she do today? Sorry, I interrupted you. She ran the three thousand two hundred a PR of eleven fifty two, which will be you know really close to qualifying It'll be right there in the bubble for that uh, indoor state HSR finals, as it's called. Um, so, a great performance from her and moved up and closed really well. So, we're really excited about how she's doing.
0: Right on the bubble. It's March Madness talk. That is, and, Shout and out by Joe and by March Madness, I mean the top twenty-four performances that get selected to run at the HSR finals on March. Did
1: Vitale or Gus Johnson?
0: Oh, Gus Johnson. All right, I figured. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Dude, yeah. Gus Johnson is like I, to say Gus Johnson is the Peyton Manning of broadcasters is actually kind of an insult to Gus Johnson. Like, do you
1: know? Do you know Gus Johnson's full name? Uh it's it's Augustine. Uh no, close. Um, this I know this because in the and I just at, saw
0: it the other day on Wikipedia. At, like, yeah, well at
1: you. Carmel High School where you, you and I are yes, okay, yes, place. that's where I saw it. Yes. Yes. I you walk down the hallway next to the TV radio hallway. Uh, because you know, we we of course had both of those. Um, and they're on the sign. Uh there's they're celebrating February just ended. It was uh Black History Month. Uh uh so there's a uh, big banner for Gus Johnson and his full name is Augustus Cornelius Johnson jr. Isn't that awesome? Yes. I thought it was Augustus. Augustus?
0: Yeah.
1: I try to say it in his, his voice. Like, you know, like I I, 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 I couldn't, that doesn't make (laughs) me like him
0: anymore because I couldn't, I couldn't possibly like Gus Johnson anymore than I already do. Ah, it was so great. Augustus Cornelius Johnson Jr. All right. Personal highlight. I'm sure on some of the sites that there's like a minus 800 that I'm going to mention Liam Oman, who did run 950. Yeah. So there you go. Chalk that up. That's a winner. Sorry if you had not mentioned Liam Oman at plus 1700. Uh, And I'm sure people are thinking, you know, Kiefer J, 951. He took 16 seconds off his best time. If we yeah. go by the Hayden Nagel school of thought yes, that we yes. just are going to run Kiefer every single time in the 3,200 and by the state meet, it's going to be like, you know, 730 or whatever. Right. right. Um, and I'm sh- obviously there are people that are also thinking, well, I, I heard, I heard he had told, you know, the grog dog, drew grogan, like, Hey, just go for it, man. Like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about going out too fast. Just go for it. And yeah. he went from two Oh five to two Oh one. in just, just two weeks. The grog dog. Um, I'm sure people are thinking that. Or Andrew Sebelo last year ran 208. This year he ran 203. Nice. It's pretty good. Taking a lot of time down. But that's that's not it. That's not it. It's Connor Mallon. Connor Mallon. Mallon, All
1: right. Good pick. Connor Mallon gets the baton. Connor Connor Mallon
0: today. He gets the baton in the lead in the four by That's tough, man. That's a hard event to run by yourself. But you know what he did? No thinking. No thinking. Love like, that. You know what? We don't think anymore. We just run. Mm-hmm. It's very powerful. Connor Mallon runs 202. Best time he's ever run in his life? 201. One second away from it. Awesome. Just just going, man. What's there to think run. about? It's track, man. Just go.
1: Yeah. Run fast, turn left. After fast.
0: the race, I was like, hey, what were you thinking about when you were running? You he know, told me? Nothing. Nothing. I wasn't thinking. What I, I said, who are you? <laughs> you know what he told
1: me? Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> This guy, he doesn't even think he, about his coach out there. He this raised exactly all exactly what I asked. He all of his thoughts. Who are you? It's like you know, Men in Black, where they take a picture with a pen, you know, that kind of yeah, thing. it right down here. All right,
0: yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get one of those, and right before a guy gets the baton, before wow. I say, "Hey, hey, Drew, look over here."
1: <laughs> hey, love that shout out, Connor Mallon. Great job today, man.
0: All right, uh, coaching corner. This is this is very uh very complicated in the track season with many different things going on but uh you want to run us through the training week this week all right monday long no we had planned
1: to do a long run monday but uh the weather in uh our part of central indiana and our undisclosed location of uh carmel high school uh did not cooperate so we did not million
0: square foot building
1: yeah. Well, we didn't run anywhere in or around the million square feet of building. Uh, instead, the, we had to improvise. So uh, we we got a long run in this week, a uh, couple, couple, you know, general runs, just mileage kind of runs. Um, we ran hard for an extended period of time, right? For some kids, uh, that meant for uh, about three miles. For some kids, that meant five miles. And um, then we uh, raced on Saturday. That would be today as we record this podcast. So um, just a lot of mileage and a lot of uh, one long run and one hard effort in the week plus the race. What'd you do? Uh,
0: pretty similar. You personally, what'd your boys do? I know what you did. Stair stepper. Yeah, I also, uh, I was riding the the bike. And you know what I like to do when I ride the bike, stationary bike? You like to read. I read, yep. Uh, I don't, yeah, I'm not just sitting on my phone texting. So on, well, there's a lot of different things going on, right? So some of our boys that we feel are likely to run in the state meet, we're kind of setting their training back quite a bit because that hard interval training, the track type training, speed work, as some people would call it, Um, they, you know, that's, it's hard to handle that for eight weeks, 12 weeks, 14 weeks. And today's race, I think is 12 weeks or 13 weeks from the state meet. So Mm -hmm. we're, if you, if you go backward from the state meet until today, that's the same amount of time. If you go backward from the state cross country meet to the first weekend before the official season even starts. Wow. Kind of keep that in mind. Now, granted the in product isn't the same thing, right? So if you're running an 800 leg at the state meet, it's not the same thing as running a 5,000 meter race on liver and Gibson, but you still need to think through that, that that's all, it's a long season. So I know I've said that a lot on here before. Um, So some of those boys, you know, we're not going to get to their interval work, their track stuff until after our spring break, which is the first week of April. Um, But a lot of the boys, Everybody did, or almost everybody did, their um, their PPM on Tuesday. And then some of the boys, okay, were ready to get to the interval workout. So they did their low set, their, their 400s at their goal pace, you know, between four and 12, 400s, depending on who they are on Thursday. But a lot of the boys who are still doing their PPMs and kind of set their interval work back later, including, I think, all of the boys, almost all of the boys that ran today, uh, did. Um, their long run on thursday and then the race was on saturday and then we've got a, a few boys that are training more for the 400 than anything else and mm-hmm. they did 16 200s um at about uh, they probably averaged like 30 to 31 seconds on those and they did that on uh wednesday okay. two minutes two minutes in between two minutes okay and the last good. four were probably like 27 to 28 they're were, they're were pushing i I happened to be out there it was really nice too on Wednesday yeah um so yeah just a lot a lot of different things go on in our practice but we're fortunate we got a couple guys that volunteer plus you know two distant paid distance coaches so we can kind of work work around that yeah awesome uh is it fantasy draft time yep okay so it's a boys first year we alternate picks so you Gave me the first pick on the boys last time. And I selected Nair Nuwash Campbell. They gave you the first pick on the girls and you took Naya Crook. Correct. You got second pick then on the boys and you took Jalen Reeves Lyle. Yep. And they gave me second pick on the girls and I took, do you remember who I took? You took Hadley Lucas. Hadley Lucas, a thrower.
1: She yeah. won both
0: her events last year. She's throwing well right now. So that gives you first pick this time on the boys and you are going to select. Well, Colin, you might want to hold on to your hat here. I'm going to select. I'm not, I'm not wearing a hat. Do I need
1: to go get a hat off the hat rack? Metaphorical hat. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to select one Cole Matison to join my team. Have you, you ever heard about this guy? Have you seen this guy? I, I have seen him. Yes. You've seen him. Okay. Um, nice. I saw him but, today. Yeah. Well, no, I got to see him today too. Yeah. We even we even got to talk to him. Yeah. How about that? I got to talk to Cole Matisse today. Um. I, I anyway, didn't authorize that. But well, well, I guess we'll have to apologize for that later.
0: Um. So anyway, uh, Cole. Well, he's great. on my real team, and now he's on your fake team.
1: So. He's on my fake team, and uh, you know, I'll be his fake coach for this season. So I'll just expect him to come to me, and I'll just take care of everything. Um. <laughs> but he uh, I feel uh, like eight mile ppms. We're into 8-mile PPMs. Well, it uh, depends who you ask, but somebody might say. Well, that.
0: some people are not as, as, right. as into that. As uh, excited as Cole might be about 8-mile PPMs
1: um, or the use of PPMs or anything
0: else.
1: But what's important here is that uh, Cole is uh, far and away the best distance runner in the state of Indiana and one of the greatest of all time uh, in our Hoosier state. And um, that's why I want him on my fantasy team. Welcome aboard, Mr. Matisseon.
0: Okay, so I, I think I'm going to do a strategy here for fantasy track that kind of hedges my reality track, uh, which is I want the Carmel boys to do as well as possible at the yeah. state meet. And uh, one of the impediments to the Carmel boys uh, scoring the most points at the state meet are the Plainfield boys, because uh, they're really good, and they have a lot of good guys. So I took Nair Nuwash Campbell with the first pick, and I think that was a good – obvious first pick yes um second pick i'm gonna take harrison herbeck who is a hurdler from Plainfield, and will also probably run on the relays all right that's a good pick too so I'm, I'm hedging right yeah you are uh two two playing field boys right here ready to go so um, that leaves me with the first pick on the girls side yes and with the first pick on the girls' side, I am going to take who I estimate to be the new sprint queen of okay. Indiana now that uh-huh. Ramaya Elliott has graduated and is down in Gainesville. Lyric Steel from Charlestown. Ooh, I think okay. she's got a good chance to win the 100 and the 200, and I think her, her team could also score pretty high in the 4x1 because she's on that team. She is on that team, yeah. All right, that is a
1: good pick. Well, for my second pick then, uh with the girls, uh, okay. This is interesting. I'd written down a couple names here before, um, just kind of not knowing who you were gonna select first.
0: Did you uh, write
1: down lyrics too? I I didn't I did not in this did case. Did you actually write it down or did you type it into the notes on your iPhone? I wrote it down on a piece of paper that is different than the other piece of paper which I left at school.
0: Which uh, yeah, has... okay, okay, nerd. You're making fun of me for reading a book. You're writing stuff down on a paper. Uh, it's still 1990 around here. So, um,
1: I uh, you do you not select- want to know what two, happens to Kurt Cobain. Two boys from well, he can't read it anymore. Um, you you uh, selected two. He read a book and it was mind blowing. Um, two boys from Plainfield. You might have to edit that part out. Two boys from Plainfield, and that's not as
0: bad as your OJ take. All right, go
1: ahead. Rival team, uh, misunderstood hero, and I uh, on a rival team selected one of the a boy uh, a counterpart, uh, but I'm going to go with uh, Jyla Vaden right from Warren, the Warren Central Warriors. Um, You know, Jyla is currently uh, near the top in the 60s. She had an indoor time. Uh, and the 200 that's near the top, she likely factors in on the relay. Um, she's done very well in the long jump to open up. So, um, anyway, she looks to to be a big part of the Warriors and uh, what they plan to do this spring. So maybe, uh, much like you, I'm in part hedging my bets, um, but I'm going to with Miss Vaden from the Pride of the East Side, the Warren Central Warriors.
0: That's a good pick. You had a lot of you had a lot of good options. There's a lot of good. There's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, students who are good at track and field in the state of Indiana. And, and we've only scratched the surface. We got. I mean, there are tons of. You know, I can't wait. Cool. Well, it's just one week, but this is one of our best podcasts yet. That's not a hot take either. That's pretty good. All right. Anything else? I can't wait. It's just. It just. Is there anything more exciting than when you're at the meet and you're like. You're watching your kids run. You're watching your kids compete. What's better? You know, what's better than that? What's better than this? Guys being dudes, you know? Just some dudes being guys or guys being bros. Yeah. Or bros being pals. It's
1: all great. It's all great. Go Hounds. Go Hounds. This. Guys being dudes. I love my guys. I love my little dudes. They my little guys. I love them.